Hello, welcome to another What A Week That Was, where we look at the week's news. Uh, often light-hearted, although often the news is not very light-hearted, but we try and make the best of it as we can, but certainly an alternative view on what's going on in the world's news. usually takes me about 10-15 minutes to get myself warmed up, so if you listen for the first few minutes and you think, this is a bit rubbish, just fast-forward and uh, I'll be in full stride by then. Uh, not rehearsed, uh, no scripts know nothing and interacting with whomever decides to join us on YouTube for this is broadcast live on YouTube channel link in the um, description. Anyway, let's introduce the YouTube channel to this broadcast. Bim, guess what? It's the 23rd of December 2022 and it's time for another What A Week That Was. And what a week it's been. This week we're going to be talking about strikes, um, strikes, Rwanda, strikes, Putin, strikes, um, oh, strikes, uh, Zelensky, um, NATO, and um, strikes. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be one of them ones, me fears. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's get off uh, straight away, shall we? First off, we had some very tragic news this week, uh, and that was the passing of Terry Hall. Now, Terry Hall was one of the musicians whom I kind of grew up listening to. Uh, first off, he was in the specials, who uh, did uh, many songs on the two-tone label, including uh, Too Much Too Young and everyone's favourite, uh, Ghost Town. Um, and then he went off and did The Fun Boy 3, which was a very bizarre uh, juxtaposition, because I always thought he had, you know, he was really smart and everything, and always looked the part and looked like a pop star and a bit like Suggs, you know, I was kind of one to look like either him or Suggs, never did either of them, but uh, yeah, he, he ended up wearing a vest and, and doing stuff like that and I was like, okay, it's a bit weird, but Jolly Songs introduced us to Banana Namba Namaram um, and we're still recording up to fairly recently as well, um, but sadly um, he passed away this week at the um, age of only 63, uh, which is a shocking thing. Uh, I've got a couple of people who've just joined us. Uh, Smiley Mac 2001, hello. Uh, and Deno, uh, yo to you too. Yo, yo, too, yo. I uh, went another passing as well this week. Um, and this was a. Where was he? There he is. Uh, Martin Duffy. Uh, he was only 55. And he was in Primal Screen, but before that, he was in The Charlatans. And Charlatans weren't a band that I particularly go mad about. Um, but. You know, they did some decent tunes, um, and 55, no age, no age at all. Um, but it's not all doom and gloom. We've got some happier stories as well that we can talk about this week. Uh, and I thought, first off, we'd have a look at some interesting news items that have kind of popped up during the week before we get onto the, the serious stuff, or things that have made me laugh anyway. Uh, and the thing that's made me laugh more than anything else this week is quite simply this picture who says humour is dead um, it's a picture of a cat yep it's just a picture of a cat no, there's no, no special about that apart from the fact that it bears a really bizarre likeness to a certain uh, footballer uh, yeah uh, it, oh, it made me laugh a lot. Um, what you can't see from that image is the fact that it, what it says on it is, where's it gone? Where's it gone? Where's me? I've lost my cat. There it is. There's my cat. Uh, what it says was, 
Whoops. Uh, yeah, there's a bit Kim Jong-monk and all that, but uh, Phil Foden is an English professional footballer who plays as midfielder for Premier League club Manchester City and the England national team. He's considered one of the best young players in the world. But he always looks miserable. So uh, they've got a picture of a miserable cat. Um, and I love it. Hello, McVitty. Uh, welcome. Long time no fee. Uh, welcome back. So, yeah. Uh, let's get on with the normal stuff, shall we, now? Uh, there's some there's some happy stuff later on, but uh, sadly, uh, we've got to go on tragedies to begin with. Um, last weekend, saw a vigil for the four boys um, who drowned in the ice-covered lake um, in Solihull. Um, hundreds of people turned up. I must admit, to be honest, if I'd have lived nearer, I'd have might have gone to that as well, because it, it's just horrendous. Um, we talked about the O2 Academy, uh, and we had two young ladies lose their lives um, from the crush. Uh, the O2 Academy uh, has now had its licence revoked as well, which means it can no longer hold any events until things actually get sorted as to what went wrong. And the only thing I can think that went wrong was the fact that people turned up and tried to get into the establishment without tickets. Or someone somewhere has sold a lot of fake tickets. So people thought they had tickets. Uh, Plays for Man Kitty. Oh, very good. Noob Slayer 666. Uh, <laughs> welcome. That's uh, that's the comment of the night so far. Um, Plays for Man Kitty. Plays for Man Kitty. You get it? Man Kitty. Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's a good joke. I like that one. I like that one. Um, Rail strikes uh, last Saturday, so rail strikes on the busiest Saturday of the year. Um, the thing is with these strikes that we're getting, the union leaders just think they can ask for anything and get it, and if they don't get it, we'll spit our dummy out, a bit like Putin. Um, there's a lot more going on than that. Anyway, so good news, and that was the uh, UN Biodiversity Conference actually come up with an agreement um, I don't know why it's called COP15, because we're on like COP35 now, aren't we? But anyway, um, it was uh, the 2022 UN Biodiversity Conference, and after many days of wrangling, they come up with an agreement, although it's not legally binding, apparently. Um, it basically means that they're going to do more to try and protect um, people, um, not people, um animals and we're going to pay money to countries to not develop areas which we need as a planet so we'll see how that goes anyway uh, what turned out to be legal according to the courts was um, the the Rwandans uh, accepting our refugees um, it's a peculiar one and I've said this many times before we need to stop people going over the English Channel in order to get to the United Kingdom for what they think is a better life. Um, not because we don't want them here, but because they shouldn't be risking their lives on this. They've got a genuine reason to be here. We should give them the tools uh, in a country that they can get to, to actually get over here legally and fly them here uh, at our expense, rather than dragging bodies out of the channel. Um, we haven't come to our war already. Uh, we haven't come to the Royal Mail yet. We're still talking. We're talking about the NUT. Um, 
and yeah I've got a lot of stuff to say about the Royal Mail that a postage will not like but I don't really care um, but we're talking about Rwandans uh, well not Rwandans, Rwanda and it turns out the government are legally entitled to send people to Rwanda which I don't agree with, I'll be honest they should go back to the country of origin uh, which is uh, Albania at the moment there are most people coming from Albania which is a safe country anyway um, and also uh, they leave in France which is a safe country but if they're genuinely entitled to be here, we should give them the means to actually claim asylum here by being in the country that they are. Um, so we will we will wait with breath abated to see how that develops. But I'm not holding out much hope for anything changing really. Uh, and I don't think Rwanda is the answer. But certainly it gives them a chance to say to people, right, you've, you've come here, but you're not meant to be here. So we're just going to take you somewhere else. Uh, we're going to process you. Don't agree necessarily with that plan, but I do think we need to do something to stop people dying in the channel. Um, because obviously last week we had the uh, the migrants who died. And yes, I know the humans and all that, which is why I'm trying to say we need to stop them dying in the channel. Um, meanwhile, in America, um, but not the full thing, uh, Donald Trump should be um, charged over the January riots, according to the... Uh, select committee who investigated the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Um, again, early days on that one, but it'd be interesting to see whether or not he does face charges for it. I, I can't see him doing, but uh, you never know. You never know. One president who does, fa who does need to face charges, it was a teaser, yes it was a teaser, smiley Mac, um, is Vladimir Putin who went to Belarus. Now, Belarus is like the only country in the world who actually agree and have said publicly that they agree with what Russia's doing to Ukraine. But that's only because if he doesn't, he knows he'll be next. Um, so Putin actually left Russia and flew to Belarus to have some uh, talks about what is uh, going on. And hopefully, um, Belarus have been brave enough to say, well, maybe you should pull out now. Uh, it's not really going right is it but we know he won't have done because well he's not a brave man uh, he's a bit of a coward he's, he's kind of basically he's Putin's little puppet um, allegedly not allegedly at all um, this lady here um, was found guilty of complicity to the deaths of over 10,000 people at a concentration camp in World War 2 uh, she was a secretary in the uh, office um, doing all the paperwork and everything uh, breaking news USA guns usually <laughs> guns and feeding babies batteries yes 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 um, this lady is now 90 odd uh, 93 and she's been given a two year suspended sentence now the world's a different place than what it was in the 1940s when you've been roped into the Nazis to be a secretary she She's been done, or she's been told, or been convicted of being complacent. She had a two-year suspended sentence, but she's been told of being complacent with what was going on. What could she have done as a single uh, woman in a Nazi concentration camp that wouldn't have had her be killed? I'm not saying that what she did was right, what the Nazis did was right, but if you're in a situation like that and you're a female at that time, you would not be able to stand up and say, I don't think what you're doing is right. You would have a bullet between your eyes. Uh, and charging people and spending all this money uh, on 93-year-olds to get a two-year two year suspended sentence is a waste of money. 
There are people being trafficked now. There are people being murdered now. There are people in countries where, okay, not quite as bad as what the Nazis were, but there are people who need help now and we're spending money on convicting people who probably had no choice at the time for doing something that they had to do. So you may not have wanted, but would have had no choice. Exactly. Um, so I, I think the whole thing is a complete waste of money. And I think we should be concentrating on human traffickers now. Um, like I said, the people who send people over in Belarus. The atrocities going on uh, via Putin's uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine. Um, what's going on in Syria. What's going on in Yemen. What's going on in other African nations. We should be spending money on sorting that lot out. Rather than convicting a 93 year old woman of something that she couldn't have stopped even if she wanted to um, back in World War Two, that's in no way condoning anything that happened uh, during World War Two, particularly on the Nazi side but it's just pointing out a fact of life that we need to sort out what's going on now rather than worry about something that happened a very long period of time ago we should never ever forget what happened a long time ago um, and people who were they were still around who were responsible for it, should still be brought to justice, but I don't think a secretary in an office um, is a good uh, way of spending money. Uh, that, that money could have been sent somewhere else and help people today. Uh, surprising news this week, um, and I, I was shocked by this, I must admit. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm fairly easily shocked. Uh, but uh, President Zelensky went to Washington. I was like, what? He went to Washington while his country's being invaded? But yeah, off he went. He went. He met President Biden. Um, it's 300 days now since the invasion of the uh, Ukraine. And it's got to be said that uh, it's not gone the way Russia would have hoped. Uh, and that is not a bad thing at all. Anyway, Zelensky then got to talk to the House of uh, Congress and the Senate uh, in a very rare uh, opportunity to speak to both houses at the same time. And I just happened to be up because I'm living like a teenager at the minute. Um, it was like the early hours of the morning, so I watched it live. And it was actually quite powerful. And I, I actually thought that, bearing in mind, Zelensky's doing this big speech in front of all these people in not his first language, maybe not even his second language, um, he was very, very impressive. I mean, we've seen him on video screens talking to people and all that kind of thing, but to be to actually fly over to America to meet the president, to then do this massive speech to the House of Congress and Senate uh, was very, very, very impressive indeed. And, you know, there's no end to this man's talent. Yes, I know he's an actor. Um, he used to be a comedy actor. Um, but, my God... Why don't we all have leaders like this? Um, because it is just amazing what he said as well. Um, I mean, just a bit of his speech, a um, bit of humour in there as well. Ladies and gentlemen uh, uh, and Americans, in two days we will celebrate Christmas. Maybe candlelit, not because it's more romantic, no, because there will not be, uh, there will be no electricity. Millions won't have neither heating nor running water. All of these will be the result of Russian missile and drone attacks on our energy infrastructure, which is a, an act of, um, well, he should, uh, Putin. I mean, if he doesn't end up in one of these courts, 
there is no justice on this planet. But do we complain? But we, no, but we do not complain. We do not judge and compare whose life is easier. I mean, this guy is just like superhuman. Someone who wasn't impressed, well, there are a few people who weren't impressed, but more of that in American news. Um, but one person who definitely wasn't impressed was uh, Mr. Putin himself, who basically said that uh, he'd gone over there, uh, cap in hand, um, to get uh, more weapons. Um, and, uh, and he said NATO, most NATO countries are basically attacking uh, Russia at the moment because that's obviously what Putin wants his country to think um, I mean one day surely there must be someone in Russia who's going to be brave enough one day to tell the Russians that what happened was just Putin's um, ego trip because oh I don't know the guy the guy doesn't deserve to breathe I'll be honest um, people who do deserve to breathe are ambulance workers and paramedics, <laughs> because we need them. Um, it was a bit weird though, because we had these strikes um, that were um, that were on, and they were basically it was where where you were as to what treatment you would get. So if you rang up and you were having a heart attack or you weren't breathing or something like that, they would send an ambulance out to you. They'd even leave the picket line, because the picket lines were where the ambulances are, get an ambulance and, and do a race to there. But in some places, if you're having a stroke, you may get an uh, ambulance, you may not. Um, if, you, if you'd fallen, and uh, if you're an elderly person who'd fallen, in most places you wouldn't get an ambulance. Um, it was just very hit and miss as to what was going on. And I, I, I agree that people need a wage that they can live on but I think we need to look at the bigger picture I mean you know I work for myself although I've not worked this year pretty much since March um, this is basically my job at the moment uh, doing YouTube but the, the the fact of the matter is people like me who work for ourselves cannot give ourselves pay rises people who work for small country uh, small companies like a little coffee shop or something similar bearing in mind the coffee shop um, all the electricity has gone stupidly expensive. Um, so, And then to give you your staff wage rises as well, it's not going to happen. You've got to look at the bigger picture. And we've had this problem before with the unions. I said this last week, and I'll, I'll say it no doubt again, that the unions in the 1970s and 80s did all these strikes, did all these things, and basically crippled the country. The country's already on its knees after COVID. The country's already on its knees because of what's going on with Putin, um, we need to look at the bigger picture. Um, more chance of getting a phone signal on New Year's Eve than an ambulance. Um, hi, uh, JT. Hi, Rachel. Uh, welcome to the uh, the broadcast. So, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Um, the only problem is, if everyone gets these massive pay rises, which we can't afford anyway, either the country will go bankrupt or... Um, the food prices, fuel prices won't come down because a lot of people will be able to afford it. Other thing that's gone up as well this week, or will be going up, to be fair, they're putting it off till the end of March. That's nice, isn't it? It's train fares. Now, I don't use trains, but bearing in mind that the trains have been shocking. Ignore the strikes, ignore ignore all that, but how many times have we seen on the news 
uh, down south and particularly up here in the northwest, uh, the trains being uh, unfit for purpose. Um, and now they're putting 5.9% rise on the train prices. Now it's less than it could be because it is tied to inflation, so technically it could be 10%, I suppose. Um, cuts the salaries of the non-medical people over 100k, that's the story. Just get rid of the people who are non-medical. Even when I, I worked for the NHS in the 1980s, uh, from 1981 to about 1989, and even then there were too many people in charge. And we were struggling. I was only working in the kitchens. I wasn't a doctor or a brain surgeon or anything. Um, but the, the problem you've got is that the, uh, the there's always been too many chiefs and not enough Indians. And yeah, you've got all these weird jobs that come along. There and you're like, what, what the hell do you do? You sit in an office and just tap on a keyboard all day and you get 90 grand a year for that. No, get rid of all them. Um and get the money spent on the people who need it, which is your nurses. We need more nurses. That's one of the main things. Bring back Hattie Jakes. There you go. Um, going back to the... Um, since the trains aren't running, I don't think the increase will affect anyone. Uh, nicely. Nicely done. Um, who said Mot the Week had been cancelled? <laughs> this is not Mot the Week. This is what a week that was. <laughs> but I at any... Um, but yeah, it, it's just an absolute um, pain in the posterior that they think that people should have a 5.9% price hike. Bear in mind, a lot of people's wages won't be rising by that much, but we've still got to pay more for food, we've still got to pay more for mortgages, we've still got to pay more for um, uh, for fuel, gas and electricity and all that. Um, and if you get a 5.9% pay rise, you basically majority of it's going to end up going on your bloody train fare. Um, so yeah, absolute joke. Um, we'll talk more about uh, train fares and things in a bit. But you can't wait, can you? I can't, I can't wait, no. Meanwhile, in Scotland. Now, Scottish Parliament votes to make it easier to change your gender legally. I.e., you can say... You know, I'm a, I'm a woman in a man's body. Um, I never tutted more at the price of butter. <laughs> Zeno, no, no, no. Um, we've got we've got two. I think this picture is perfect because we've got, well, we've got three images there. You've got the uh, LGBT plus flag. You've got a guy there saying a man can't become a woman. Simple. Um, uh, from the Scottish Family Party and then next to him Trans Rights Now uh, Equality Network and Scottish Trans the thing is I agree with all of them um, I, I, I agree with both sets I agree that you can be born into the wrong body um, and I agree that for people's mental health um, in order to you know, not let them do anything stupid to themselves, they can change. But, when you're born, you are born, either male or female, there's no in between, you're either male or female. And this law now is saying that they can even change their birth certificate to say that they were born a gender that they weren't born. Now, 
like I said, I don't really have a massive problem with this. The main issue I have is, in order to legally become, I mean, it's mainly men to women, uh, and that's the main issue. So in order for a man to be legally recognised as a woman, he has to live as a woman for 24 months, two years, which is uh, dress like a woman, um, you know, basically just live as a woman uh, for two years. And once you've done that and you've proved that that is what you really want, then they can proceed making it legal and, and doing all the other various bits and pieces that they need to do. But in Scotland now, they've knocked it down to three months. Um, and I don't understand. That's basically the same as changing the parents' name, in my opinion. Well, it's a bit more than that, because um, sometimes the parents' names are wrong, um, as we've seen in uh, Emmerdale recently. Um, not that I'm watching Emmerdale. I'm not that sad. Okay, I'm that sad. <laughs> anyway, um, what we what we're trying to do is. Um, they're trying to make it easier for people to do it, but that is too easy. Sadly, there are many perverts out there who would think three months of walking around in a dress and a skirt and with a handbag and long hair and all that kind of stuff, wearing makeup and all that kind of thing, is a, is a, is a simple price to pay for them to legally be able to go into changing rooms, which are women only. And that is my major issue with this. You are going to get, in three months, six months time, you're going to get so many men who've transitioned just so they can go into places where only women are allowed to go. And I just don't get that, why they're making that easier. For me, I'd make it harder. I think two years is probably about right. On, on any issue, I just think Nicola Sturgeon is on the guessing game on Wheel of Fortune. She's only The problem with Nicola Sturgeon is, all this stuff's going on. And they've said, one of the guys even said, I think it was a Labour guy in, um, in Holyrood, which is the Parliament of Scotland. I think he even said that the majority of voters, including SNP voters, Labour voters, Liberal Democrat voters, do not want this to become law. And... They've gone against all that. And I just think they've opened up a can of worms here that in six months' time, when this might be on a Saturday, because that's the way the World Week that was works, um, we might have issues with women who were born men ending up in places that they shouldn't be in because they've con the system because it only takes three months you don't even have to have a medical assessment you don't even have to have a psychological um, test uh, off anyone you can just say right I want to be a woman uh, I'm going to dress up as a woman for three months and do all the various other bits that you need to do uh, and then I will legally become a woman in Scotland and I will be able to do everything that a woman can do including going into you know like a female changing room or um you know, other places like a female ward on a hospital, even going to one of them if they still have them things, maternity wards, that kind of thing. It, it, it's just it's just scary that they're making it easier for people who will abuse it. Not everyone is genuine, surprisingly, um, when they come to things like transgender. And this is making it easier for the perverts to 
take advantage of the situation. And I think Scotland have made a massive mistake. However, it might come round to bite the SNP on the bum because SNP keeps saying that we want to be independent from the UK and all this kind of stuff, and they've got a massive majority. If they're letting stuff like this come through, what else will they let, let come through if they do become independent? Uh, there's a possibility that the British government are going to um, take this to court and say, look, you can't do this for the human rights of the women who may become victims of assault or other things. Um, but, yeah. Uh, no way. Wikipedia told me everyone is genuine, especially online. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting about Wikipedia. They're so honest and and, and, and good. <laughs> we love Wikipedia. Especially their leader. Oh, WikiLeaks. Oh, he's, he's like such a nice guy. Right then. Are you ready for this? Strikes. The post office workers have gone on strike. Uh, they've gone on strike today and tomorrow, which basically means if you haven't got your Christmas cards, you won't be getting them um, in time for Christmas. If you've ordered a few parcels, whatever, you won't be getting them. Um, and this is because the unions say that what the government have offered is ridiculous. It's not even a government company anymore. Uh, he looks hot. He does look very hot. He looks very hot indeed. Um, <laughs> they all do, actually. I think one of them's got a... I think he's a gentleman's region maybe on fire, um, which is a bit worrying. Um, I mean, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um, actually, you can't see because I'm in the way. There you go. Gentle whoop. That wrong way. There we go. There you go. Gentleman region on fire. Um, but yeah, the post office workers are on strike because they want more money. Um... And they have not accepted the nine point odd percent that's been offered. Now, a lot of the other people of, um, like the parcel force and all that, have accepted a nine point odd um, percent pay rise and no change to their working conditions. But the unions have said that the postal workers, um, they're not accepting it and uh, they're going to go on strike. And there's going to be more strikes in the new year as well, which is great because we're... Um, when the firemen are now people go on strike, I'll put the fire out in the morning. <laughs> yeah, You should go get that scene to, it looks contagious. The 9% is over 18 months and based on reaching targets. But it's been accepted. doesn't matter what it is, it's been accepted. The thing is, who uses letters? Who sends letters nowadays? The industry is changing. Look at industries that have changed before. Look at, you know, you, you went into a supermarket 10 years ago, there'd be... 30 people, at least 20 people in big supermarkets on the tills. You're going now, there's about five people looking after 30 self-checkouts. Technology moves on, things move on. How many Christmas cards have you sent this year in the post? Ignore that. How many birthday cards have you sent in the post? Ignore that. How many actual letters or postcards have you sent in the post? Apart from bills coming through, what do you actually get through the letterbox these days? Uh, you get a bill from the water board, you get a bill from this, you get a bill from post office or whatever. Um, you had five people in a store. Eh? What? Um, but it, you don't send letters like you did in the, da in the past. So things have to change. You've got to move on. You can't employ people doing a job when the, the percentage of stuff that was being sent by post has dropped to, you know, like... 15 years ago, we were probably sending, I don't mean I don't know the facts, but considerably more through the post than what we are now. 
um, things have got to change. The unions are basically backing these people into losing the jobs completely. Look at the unions that we've lost in the past. Look at the miners. That Arthur Skolge went on and on and on and on and on. The miners have gone. Um, look at all the unions that have been around that caused loads and loads of strikes and whatever. Uh, they've gone. Th th we need job cuts. There's not enough letters in the system for people to actually deliver. Our policy now seems to deliver more leaflets um, than he does letters. And th that's not tenable. You cannot run a business when your main um, thing that you, you have is, is plunging off. The union higher ups makes up, yeah, of course they do. And they get on the news, and they get on Newsnight, and they get on Question Time, they get all the extra money for appearing on them as well. They, they are raking it in. Whereas these poor guys here, and the girls, um, the unions will soon want them back at work when the money runs out. Yeah. The problem you've got is the world changes and the post office is no longer no longer fit for purpose. How many parcels when you order online do actually get delivered by the post office these days? Very few because the post office is expensive. You'll get them delivered by Amazon Prime, you'll get them delivered by some woman in a in a clapped out Ford Escort because it's cheaper to send them that way. Um, the post office is sadly I reckon in five years' time, will be pretty much non-existent. Um, the union and the companies make their money and workers get the bad end of the stick. Mine are usually from Amazon. Exactly. You know, even if you don't order from Amazon, you don't get stuff through the post anymore. It's very rare that, that if I order anything online, I mean, to be fair, the only stuff I really order online is from uh, Amazon, but occasionally I'll order like a t-shirt or something from a company. But it'll come from Hermes or whatever they're called these days, or it'll come through um, DPD or someone like that. The post office has lost its way. It's, it's living in the past, and we've moved on. And it's too expensive to use. I mean, one reason I don't do mail order is because of the price of sending something. And you need to send it recorded delivery because it'll disappear. If I send a, a, a £50 game to someone who's bought it online, I want it to get there. But if I take it to the post office, all my profit is gone. What is the point? There is no point. The post office will end up being uh, your shop on your high street that will do the usual bits and pieces. Uh, but our post office now in Wigan has changed and it's mostly a sweet shop. And it's got a counter for the post office. The one on um, um, ugh, um, uh, Beach Hill, exactly the same. It's a, it's a shop with a counter. The counter part of it is great for you know getting your pension or, or paying your gas or electric or whatever. But other than that, that's it. Um, uh, what's this? I am sure that anything other than a letter used to be delivered by links, which was more or less Royal Mail, but bigger items. Yeah, but where have they gone? Royal Mail strikes are not getting public support at all. The post office is way too expensive to send anything other than letters. It's getting expensive to send letters because they keep putting the price up. And they put the price up because all the machines that they've got, all the vehicles they've got, they all cost money to run, all the wages to pay the people, but the number of letters are going down. It's like the rail. The, the RMT keep going on about we want this ridiculous pay rise. They're already on massive amounts of money anyway, but we want this ridiculous pay rise. 
uh, for our drivers who are on 40 grand a year or whatever. Um, but the, the number of passengers are going down. The service is rubbish. Um, so we, the country is at a stage where we don't need the post office anymore. The post office shut down tomorrow. They'd find another way of getting the, the letters out to people. It'd basically all go online, wouldn't it? You, you, your bills and everything would just be online. And to be fair, most people have their bills online now anyway. Um, you don't get stuff delivered. So, yeah. Get the postman pushing cards again. A raw mail employee. 115,000. Can you imagine the employment if they get fired? Um, I don't think all of them would get fired, but a lot of them would be... If trains were cheaper and more reliable, I'd use them more. Yeah, exactly, but they're going up. They're not going down in price. Although, uh, I'll, talk, I'll be talking about Andy Burnham later on. <laughs> That'll be exciting for you, won't it? Everyone loves Andy Burnham. Who? Exactly. Um, but that's why I started using the bus thing, because, you know, you got this £5 bus thing, which is actually cheaper than driving the car around. Okay, it takes a lot, lot longer. Um, but it's, it's a lot cheaper, and you can go out for a day trip around Greater Manchester for a fiver. You don't have to pay for parking. Um, you just have to bear in mind that it, instead of taking you one hour to get to Manchester, it's going to take you two and a half hours to get to Manchester. Um, but other than that, you know, really good. Now, if the, if the trains were in the similar situation, and Andy Burnham's on about making the trains in a sim similar situation, you'd be able to get on a train for maybe a fiver and get to Manchester, so it'd be a lot quicker. And then you'd be able to use the trams around Greater Manchester as well, all on the same fiver. So... I met him in person, he was nice. I'd like to smack him in the face, I'll be honest. But I'm not a violent man, Mr. Faulty. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a violent man, Mr. Faulty. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, service versus business, profit is okay and worthy, but extreme profit, the companies, is now wrong. This is one reason why I don't understand privatisation. The post office was privatised, yep, yeah, uh, years ago. It's now owned by a French company. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't have the... Uh, for me... It shouldn't have the word royal in the name anymore because it's not it's not royal at all. It's a private company owned by a company in France. Um, five pound tram train. It's a possibility. It might be ten pounds by the time it happens. But uh, yeah, and buses as well. But the problem, what I don't understand about privatisation is, regardless of whether it's post office, regardless of whether it's a cleaner in a hospital, regardless if it's a carer going to see. Um, people in their own home, you privatise that to save money. So if it's costing you less to pay a company to do it, but the company needs to make profit, then the service is going to go down. Because they're going to have to cut costs to save the money that they can get as profit. All they're interested in is profit. So why are we privatising all these companies? You know, I don't think water should be privatised. I don't think electricity or gas should be private either. I don't agree with what Keith Starmer said about making GB energy because, let's be honest, that's going to cost billions to set up. If you're setting up an alternative company or you're buying out um, smaller companies to form this big company, that's going to cost billions. You're going to bankrupt the country even before we've started. What we need to do is renationalise when um, the companies. Um, contracts run out, just renationalise them, do it that way, and get them all back on board again. Because there is no way anyone can save money by privately getting someone else in to do it, where the company that you're getting in to do it 
has to make profits and they do make profits well where do the profits come from they come from cutting the service they come from giving the, the staff crap wages they go from working the staff to death like carers who, who, who may get up at six o'clock in the morning to get their first client up in the morning at maybe half seven something like that but that same um, carer would put in that client to bed again at around about eight o'clock at night they've been working for 12 hour shifts and they do it five days a week people are getting hammered it's not just the nurses it's everyone and it's all for profit and we're like no what we need to do is privatize all these uh, nationalize all these things again get them back under government control and then the government when they spend the money they can say where the money's going the problem you've got is at the moment the government are just paying these companies uh, billions to do these jobs and these companies are making millions of pounds in profit the government doesn't need to make profit the government needs to keep people happy so we need to re-nationalize so many industries that we've got and we also need to acknowledge that the world has moved on i.e you know uh, the, ch the chance of having a lifetime job working on the tills at asda is zero uh, the chances of having a job in 10 years working for the post office is probably about two percent things are changing there's nothing we can do about that it's called progress whether we agree with it or disagree with it these um and i hope andy burnham has played crazy golf at saddle junction yes very good uh if you don't know what saddle junction is check out the uh the vlogs i do at uh, wigan watch which is on this channel as well uh via if you listen to this on the uh, on the podcast uh, it's via the link um, in the description. Um, these companies are making money off workers back in such an unfair way. Yeah, of course they are. But they're being invited to do that. And it's not a case of, well, it's the Tories who've done this. We've had Labour governments where companies are being paid by the government to do all this. And remember, when Blair and uh, Brown were in charge, when, when they got kicked out, um, we were, as a country, skint. They even left a note in a drawer in the Treasury's office saying, all the money's gone, good luck. I mean, that's the Labour you know, party for you. I'm not saying the Tories are any better, but at least we're not skint yet. We're working on it. Anyway, that's my opinion on the post office. Hi, Alex Cullen, hope you're good. Um, I hope it was worth waiting for already. <laughs> uh, meanwhile... Uh, there's been a weird event in Paris where a Kurdish culture centre has been targeted by a gunman who's apparently 69 and three people, at least three people, certainly last time I looked at the news, have tragically lost their life um, to this, what seems to be a terrorist attack. They've arrested the guy and it turns out that the guy has been recently released having been charged with racist um, crimes in France but they couldn't be bothered charging him he was 69 yeah 69 years old uh, they couldn't be bothered charging him so they let him go and a few days later he's murdered three people so you know what the French are like uh, they're like a good riot so at the moment in Paris or certainly up to very recently in Paris uh, there are massive protests on the streets about why the government decided to release this man who had multiple convictions of racist attacks um, in order for him to do a racist attack. I don't think they release him in order to do it, but you know what I mean. 
I, you know, we think British justice is bad, but uh, something like that, there's no excuse for that whatsoever. Um, I mean, obviously the guy needs help, mental health, um, but unbelievable. Um, thoughts and prayers with everyone involved. Uh, and yeah, it just, it just doesn't bear thinking about um, that that's happened because of the authorities complete well, stupidness want a better word um today in the uk the um what are these called now i've got to get this right because i might get it wrong um border force officers have started an eight day strike and the uh, government have drafted in the british army to check passports you've done this okay you can go and just uh, just go no blah, blah. smiley mac You've done this, okay, you can go, just don't do it again. Yeah, basically. Um, but obviously the guy's unhinged. Um, so, yeah, hopefully justice will be done to him and he will not get let out again. But more importantly, the people who let him out must be brought to justice as well. They're as culpable as the, the gunman, in my opinion. Um, the army have been drafted into the airports uh, in order to check passports because... The um, border force are on an eight-day continual strike, apart from on the 28th of December. Or is it 27th of December? I can't remember. One of them, anyway. Where they're going in for one day. I can only assume that the, uh, the leader of the union is due back that day from his Christmas holiday. Um, but anyway, they're going back in for that one day. So it was you know, doom and gloom. There's going to be massive queues. There's going to be hours of waiting. People are going to be stuck on planes because they can't get off the planes and blah, 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 and everything, and today's the first day of it, and what people are saying, it was quicker and better and easier than what it was when the border force are there. Um, it's been a massive success. The army are brilliant. Well done. Um, how's that continual? Exactly. I don't know how it's continual. It's an eight-day continual strike with a, where one day where they're going in the middle. I'm not a border force officer. I don't understand the logic. That's what it is. I've not been trained in border force talk. Um, yeah, uh, what else has happened? Oh, yeah, we've had a, a sad loss today as well of uh, one of the World Cup heroes from 1966. The one that no one had ever heard of, uh, George Cohen. Um, he was 83. Uh, he fought off cancer three times as well in his life, which is very impressive indeed. Um, but sadly, uh, he's passed away today, and uh, he was one of the few players who actually played in every single match and every single minute of every single match of the 1996 World Cup for the England team. Yet he's the one that no one's ever heard of. Uh, a, a continual strike that has a break. Yeah, we were on a break. Oh no, that's friends, isn't it? Yeah, ignore that. Sorry, wrong, wrong thing. Um, so. But yeah, um, sad loss again. Uh, apparently a really nice guy as well. Um, lots of advice and everything to people uh, through throughout his life. Um, just a nice chap, lived a quiet life. Uh, had his World Cup medal, uh, his jersey and everything. And uh, yeah, uh, good on him and a good life as well. And to say to fight off cancer three times, uh, that is... That is very, very impressive indeed. So, uh, yeah, one, there's only two left now, apparently, from the 1966 World Cup squad. Uh, don't ask me to name them, because I, I don't know. 
Um, all the news that's gone on this week uh, was at the weekends. There was um, about 200 ewes causing a disturbance in the Arndale Centre in Manchester. Uh, that was that's all I ever saw about it. I never saw anything else. So uh, well, I used to work in the Arndale Centre back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. And uh, it was always a bit rough then as well. But yeah, 200 ewes, we never had that. Finland sprays its reindeer antlers with reflective paint to keep the number of animal car accidents down. Now it looks like they've uh, sprayed more than the uh, the horns. It looks like they've sprayed the, the entire um, uh, reindeer. But can you imagine driving through Finland and just seeing these weird light, bent lightsabers? <laughs> Rudolph with your antlers so bright. Won't you, don't crash into my car tonight. Um, but yeah, it's uh, an interesting concept, and um, I'm not sure. I mean, what do the radio think of it? Willow, Willow the Wisp, very good. Deno, very good. We like that one. But what what do the reindeer think of it? You know, what do the lady reindeer thinks of their men reindeers with their uh, very shiny horns? No way, misses. I don't know which which what 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 what. what. Um, what's this about? Right, we'll leave that for now. Um, so yeah. I, uh, yeah, I kind of dug myself a bit of a hole then and kept going. Uh, but anyway, I'm out of it now. We're fine, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. Uh, I'm just going to cheer myself up with my cat again because I do like my cat. Um, then we'll go off to uh, American News. So there's a cat that allegedly looks a little bit like, to be fair, a lot like um, him. I've got his name now. Oh, God. I don't follow football. Anyway, <laughs> meanwhile in America. <laughs> la, 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 America. Is it really weeks since I did this? That's gone quick, considering I'm doing naff all, other than staying in bed till three o'clock in the afternoon. Crikey. Um, Americans are... Interesting. Why do people shave their eyebrows? Your prediction is seven guns. Uh, no, it's uh, the alarm. Sixty-eight guns will never die. Sixty-eight guns. We've got we've got something other. We've got multiple something else. We've got something else. We've got a lot of alien stuff. Aliens among us. Yes, indeed. Uh, 1950s aliens by the looks of things but you know, an alien's an alien isn't it um, E.T. might not be phoning but he's posing the National UFO Reporting Centre reports that perpetual alien ship sightings in the Big Apple ticked up 4% this year I mean that's not ticking up 4% I mean I would accept that as a wage rise never mind as a, a, a rise of uh, alien sightings uh, as for the first time, New, New York has submitted picks to the centre to try and back up their cosmic claims. Um, in yeah, this is it. Are you ready? In 2022, the centre received accounts of 28 sightings, up from 27 in 2021. And dozens of new cases, photographs were submitted 
thanks to usually friendly user-friendly revised website um, and a lot of them are still out of focus like how can you be out of focus because modern cameras now um, and then the Pentagon say there's uh, no sign of alien life despite all the sightings of them well, Jimmy Carter was going to release the info on aliens but once he became president he retracted it's a shame <laughs> it's a shame Bill Clinton didn't retract as well isn't it otherwise he might not have gotten impeached uh, no sign of alien life despite several hundred UFO reports the Pentagon says well they will say won't they the truth might not be out there. After investigating hundreds of reports of unidentified flying object reports, the Pentagon say there are still no clear evidence of alien life. We have not seen anything and we're still very early on. Um, we're not seeing anything and we're still very early on. That would lead us to believe any of the objects that we have seen are of alien origin, said Ronald MacDonald. Oh, sorry, Ronald Mulliture, Under Secretary of Defence for the Intelligence of Security. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> Ukraine warns of, we can, we're not getting as much Ukraine stuff because of all the strikes, so I'm relying on America to fill me in on what's going on in Ukraine. However, as I've said before, you've got to bear in mind that when there's a war on, there's propaganda. We know about the Russian propaganda, about how it's the whole of NATO attacking Russia, um, and Russia's defending itself by just attacking um Ukraine because obviously that's the thing to do when NATO's attacking you you attack a country that's not in NATO because that's logical um, but got to bear in mind as well that whatever comes out of America and British press as well may not be 100% true so I'm not saying this is 100% true but it's, it seems more believable this way than what it does the other way but if I was in Russia I'd probably be saying the other thing but in a Russian voice and talking in Russian saying that the uh, the Europeans are talking rubbish and we are actually well, I'd be in prison wouldn't I? for uh, Darren saying anything against Putin and calling it a war anyway uh, Ukraine officials are preparing for Russian ground forces to mount an attack on Kyiv early next year after months of missile strikes an assault on the embattled capital could come as early as February when half of Russia's 3,000 recent conscripts are expected to complete training Ukrainian Defence Minister Oleksiy Rentakil said the second part of the mobilisation is a minimum of three months away. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed that it's all over by then. The world's most clueless carjacker, he gets a name check, tries to steal a DAA, bleh, DEA agent's car's cop. Uh, agent's car. Blap, 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 blap. You're all right, Angela. We're on America. This is your favourite bit. Anyway, hope you're good. The world's most clueless carjacker is facing federal charges after he tried to rob a DEA, DEA agent's jeep, police said. The federal drug enforcement agent had finished a shift in Manhattan and was stopped at a red light on 14th Street and 9th Avenue just after midnight on December the 9th when Zachary Bell approached his government-issued vehicle and said, get the F out of the car. Uh, started screaming at the agent. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm going to steal a car that's been provided by the federal government. A Dallas homemaker, Mary Farrell, has become the main collector of JFK assassination records. What? Oh, hi, Kim. Didn't see you pop in. Um, 
Mary Farrell's life changing life changed forever on the day that John F. Kennedy died. The 41-year-old mother of four who was working as a secretary for the Dallas law firm was standing a few blocks from uh, Dealey Plaza where the 35th president was shot dead on November the 22nd, 1963. Listening to the radio moments after the assassination, Farrell heard the description of the suspect who first characterised as a white male in his 30s. She then became obsessed and uh, ended up buying books and things and has got a lot of stuff now that no one else has got because she's kept it and bought it all. So there you go. Um, New York City new school students demand A-grade skills, uh, A-grades refunds after faculty... It's right, easy for me to say. Uh, new school students demand A-grades and refunds after facility strike. Students at Manhattan's new school have entered their second week of protest and occupation of a campus building, issuing a 16-point list of demands, which include tuition refunds, better quality cafeteria food, and grade A's for every student. The protest, which began originally on December the 8th, was originally in support of adjacent facility member who went on, members who went on strike demanding, demanding improved health care and higher wages. Um, so the students got on strike, they want better food and they want uh, considerably better grades as well. Seems reasonable. A New York City woman struck by a parent's headstorm in a cemetery. Um, a mourner found herself in a grave situation when her parent's headstone fell on her. Um, she was at the Oakland Cemetery in Yonkers when the heavy slab toppled, crushing two bones in her ankle and one of her toes, according to a lawsuit. Uh, she claims the August incident left her injured and bedridden for a great length of time, according to the Bronx Supreme Court papers. She's suing, I mean it's her parents' gravestone, but she's suing um, the uh, the church, well, the, the people who own the cemetery. Who needs guns when headstones exist? Brilliant. Um, in, meanwhile, in Australia, uh, fans storm field, uh, field and attack a goalie at an Australian football match. Fans stormed a soccer field in Australia and attacked one of the goalies on Saturday, causing the game to be cancelled. Video posted to social media shows a fan throwing a bucket of, with white substance at Tom Glover, Melbourne City's goalkeeper, during the team's match with Melbourne Victory. Glover was taken off the field, dazed and bleeding, and officials said he had suffered possible concussion. Um, I don't know what this bedridden and headstone Yes, um, I don't know what was in that bucket, but uh, quite impressive if it give him concussion as well. Unless he was actually hit by the bucket, but it doesn't say he was hit by the bucket. It just said he, they emptied the contents bucket over him, give him concussion. New York City's uh, is banning foie gras um, and someone said it's the best news we could have gotten the state has put a halt to the Big Apple's bid to ban foie gras and one upstate form has ducked the financial catastrophe has ducked a financial catastrophe ducked oh my god <sighs> financial catastrophe as a result this is the best news we could have gotten for Christmas uh, who's uh, the guy who's L.A. Bell Forum in upstate Sullivan County sued to stop the ban. So basically, they're, they're banning for Goa, um, and now they're not because people have said you can't do it. So, you. Twitter's top ranks riddled with ex-FBI employees. Twitter's top ranks were riddled with FBI, ex-FBI agents and executives, stitching the company even closer to the federal agency. 
and they're now under fire for lead, leaning on Twitter to meddle in the 2020 elections. More than a dozen former feds flocked to the companies in the months and years prior to Elon Musk's purchase of the social network in October. The post found FBI influence was considerably more significant than just James Baker. So, uh, yeah, how the hell is that going to go down, we thinks. Um, happy Christmas to you all. I hope Sandra brings you many gifts and you're very prosperous 2023. Yeah. Uh, uh, very similar, but we're making progress slowly. Uh, and I will be doing a live stream on Christmas Day if you're really, really bored and sad and lonely. Uh, you can join me on a Christmas drive to and from my mother's. It'll be in the afternoon though. Uh, obviously you can watch it at your own leisure later on where I'll be singing Christmas carols and Christmas songs all the way there if I can be arsed um, Musk lifts Twitter suspensions of journalists uh, he did a poll basically uh, remember last week we were talking about him uh, banning quite a lot of journalists who criticised him after his takeover um, and he's now uh, put them back on again uh, 24 hours after a survey uh, that he offered uh, people to vote on said he should bring them back so uh, good news King Charles is set to invite Prince Harry Meghan Markle to coronation not for Christmas but to coronations sad and lonely will watch planes trains and automobiles I'll tell you what I watched last night and it got me right Christmassy for until I woke up this morning and that was uh, Die Hard uh, brilliant film anyway King Charles will invite Prince Harry and Meghan Markle to his coronation in spite of the couple's new Netflix docuseries. No, it was the, the couple's uh, H&M show uh, containing fresh attack on the royal family. Buckingham Palace insiders told the Daily Mail that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex can expect invitations to the historic event at Westminster Abbey set for May the 6th. Harry is his son and His Majesty will always love him while things are difficult at the moment. Yep, that's what families are like and uh, I think he's doing the right thing. Now this is a a shocking news item which I've not seen reported even though it's British I've not seen it reported anywhere in Britain uh, and it's to do with Gary Glitter uh, paedophile pop star Gary Glitter to be freed from prison after serving half his sentence now what's shocking about this is the fact that I thought he was already free um, I thought he'd already served half his sentence and all that I know he's been in about 85 times but uh, disgraced English pop star and convicted paedophile Gary Glitter is set to be released from prison in the coming weeks after serving just half of his 16-year sentence for sexually abusing three young girls, according to a report. Glitter, who was born Paul Francis Gadd, could be freed as early as February for his model behaviour. A Ministry of Justice sor tors, uh, source told The Sun. Um, he's 78, year old, uh, 78 years old now, and obviously he was famous pop star back in the day. Uh, Deno, when you say God bless the king, I assume you're not talking about the king of rock and roll here. Because that would be a bit weird. But yeah, I thought he was already out. I thought they were all out, all the people who'd been caught through that uh, witch hunt that they did uh, a while ago. When again, I'm like, there are people being abused now. We should be concentrating on what's going on now rather than, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Veterinarians scramble to save tropical fish after Berlin Aquarium bursts. Oh, it was King Charles I. That's, uh, the third. That's all right then. Veterinarians and first responders scramble to save as many tropical fish as they could after a massive aquarium burst in Berlin, sending a deluge of water into the street. 
Despite the best efforts, nearly all of the one and a half thousand fish living inside the Aquadom tourist attraction died after the catastrophe. Well, yeah, they would do because not only are they not in the water, but once that thing bursts, the, the pressure of the water coming down on them and then squirting them through the little holes that the, the water's burst off and then hitting various objects in the room that they're in, it's going to kill them anyway. But I mean, fair play to the veterinar veterinarians. Something looks fishy. It'll be back in the cells later this year. Yeah, probably. Uh, poor fishes. Uh, and something looks fishy here. Thank you. Um, uh, there, there were separate aquariums. They were unaffected. Um, and someone said it's a great tragedy for the 1,500 fish. Now, the thing is with fish, they've only got a small memory of about 10 seconds. So they won't remember it anyway. So um, it's not too bad. No, obviously it's it is sad for the fish, but uh, yeah, it was fourteen stories high or something stupid, or four stories high, something ridiculous anyway. Massive, massive tank and it burst. Uh, January sixth panel set to urge charges against Donald Trump over the Capitol riots. I mean, I've not even really studied this too much, but I know that he's to blame for it. It was a fish catastrophe. Oh my god! Uh, that fish tank issue was shocking. I could have had my griddle ready, lol. But no, I am all for animal rights. Very good, bloody fish. Don't keep all your fish in one aquarium. Well, to be fair, it'd be a bit crappy if you had an aquarium that had one and a half million liters of water in it, and you had four fish in it. You know, it'd be a bit, bit rubbish. Anyway. Talking of a fish out of water, Donald Trump used to be president. Uh, the House Select Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot will vote next week to recommend the Justice Department pursue at least three criminal charges against former President Donald Trump over his actions in connection with the events of January the 6th, 2021. Uh, the panel, was, uh, panel has scheduled a Monday business meeting at which it will release the executive summary and parts of the charges. Um, I can't remember whether we actually get to see any of them or not, but we will We will see. Um, meanwhile, if you remember our racist royal lady, uh, Prince William's godmother meets with black charity founder to apologise for racist remarks. Prince William's godmother, Lady Susan Hussey, uh, personally offered her sincere apologies on Friday to the black charity founder she repeatedly told couldn't really be British. Nature three-year-old long-time lady waited for the late queen uh, was pictured on Friday smiling uh, with the victim of her racially charged questioning last month. Now, here's another thing about the the thing. The lady uh, who's a charity worker has kicked up all this stink, and a lot of royalists who are like the royal family have kind of dug into the 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 charity, and there there's a lot of discrepancies with where the money's gone allegedly. So this story could roll and roll and roll and maybe if she'd have kept her gob shut because um, a crazy old lady was being crazy and an old lady um, she may she may avoid prison but mm, allegedly we'll have to wait and see right gun crime we're here America wait the f up teen dead three others, three others injured after shooting outside a Chicago high school Four teenagers have been shot and one killed outside the Chicago High School. Um, 
One 16-year-old was pronounced dead at the scene, another 16-year-old was in critical condition at hospital, and two others of the same age were injured and receiving treatment. Um, yeah, sadly you did, and sadly there's more. But then we've got to look at our uh, mad leaders. North Korea. Uh, North Korea fires two medium-range ballistic missiles. Uh, towards the sea off the Korean Peninsula's east coast on Sunday, South Korea and Japan said. Uh, the South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff and two said two of the medium-range missiles flew about 311 miles. Japan's Vice Defence Minister said the missiles seemed to have landed outside Japan's exclusive economic zone and there had been no report of airmen damages. Oh, smiley Mike, please. Um, where are we? Meanwhile, in America, Biden slings anti-Irish words and claims to be Italian in gaff-ridden speech. Now, this is the president of the free world who can't control his own gun crime in his own country. Mind you, no other president's been able to do either, so I can't blame him for that too much. Uh, a befuddled President Biden casually maligned the Irish while botching his wife's family history during a gaff-filled appearance in Delaware on Friday. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid, Biden inexplicably said as he greeted 102-year-old World War II veteran Ray Fermini during a town hall on veterans' benefit in New Newcastle. Um, I married Dominique G. Capo's daughter, so you know I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah, I have Irish descendants, but I'm not stupid. But the sad thing is, he is. The Ozone Hall closes later than usual for third year in a row, scientists say. Now, this will be a surprise to a lot of people because most people think the Ozone, Loss, ozone Hall is still there all the time. Apparently not. The Ozone Hall over Antarctica has been acting strangely for the past few years and scientists are still trying to understand why. According to data from the uh, Atmospheric Monitoring Services, the Arctic Ozone Hall season is coming to an end much later than average for the third straight year. The hole normally opens in September, when spring begins in the Southern Hemisphere, and closes um, when autumn stand comes along. So, yeah, the ozone layer, all ozone hole thing. Well, there was a big thing about the ozone, though. Oh, we're all going to die because the ozone hole and everything. And, yeah, uh, I don't get it. I thought it was still there. Well, apparently it's not. It opens and closes. Um... Iran arrests Oscar-winning actress for supporting ongoing protests. You know Iran, that country that's such a lovely country and so responsible and so lovely and um, nice. Ozone is closing because Bonnie Tyler has flattened her hair. <laughs> Very good. Iranian authorities have arrested one of the country's most famous actresses on, actresses on Saturday after she shared her support publicly for the nation's ongoing protest movement. Um... She starred in the 2016 Oscar-winning movie The Salesman um, and was detained uh, a week after she protested, uh, posted a message on Instagram expressing solidarity with uh, Moshin Shirkarki, the first man executed over the protests. Um, yeah, I mean, Iran, what a lovely country. 
Russia is to entertain frontline soldiers with opera singers and circus performers. Russia is hoping a circus sideshow can boost the morale of beleaguered conscripts fighting the nation's unprovoked war with Ukraine. Kremlin officials announced a frontline creative bridge of singers and performers um, on Telegram Wednesday as forces ramped up attacks on civilian infrastructure across Ukraine aiming to leave residents cold and in the dark as winter approached. Uh, again, I the logic of Russia is, well, there isn't any, is there? Uh, but yeah, I know what we'll do. Our troops are cold, wet, miserable, um, doing um, war crimes on civilians. So let's send a circus out there to cheer them up a bit. Vatican defrocked anti-abortion U.S. priest Frank Pavone for blasphemous posts. Uh, the, the Vatican has defrocked an anti-abortion U.S. priest for what it said were blasphemous communications on social media, as well as persistent disobedience of his bishop. A letter to the U.S. bishops from the Vatican ambassador to the U.S. Archbishop Christine Pierre, obtained on Sunday, said the decision against Pavone, who heads the anti-abortion group, uh, priest for life had not been taken lightly um, but yeah the uh, it's alright if you're a kiddie fiddler but if you, if you write something um, on social media against the actual church itself they defrock you religion eh um, high impact winter storm could lead to travel nightmare for millions of Americans now this is what they call in the, the weather bomb uh, which basically is the weather dropping 24 degrees in 24 hours. Now we had the opposite of that uh, last week, or was it this week? It might have been this week, where it went up um, like 10 degrees in a night, and it was weird because been shivering our bits off and trying to find a little me and all that kind of thing because it's been that cold, and I go out one morning and it's warmer outside than it is inside and I'm like what the hell is going on well this is the opposite this is where it's getting really really cold really really quickly um, so it says this is obviously for a few days ago uh, just as millions of Americans begin to travel over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house what there is growing confidence that a significant winter storm will develop later this week and impact a large swathe of the country according to the Fox Forecasters Center our confidence is growing, and what it means is there's more agreement that the and the forecast data. There'll be more of this coming soon. Yeah, and that's before wind chill minus fifty, and uh, then you got wind chill to add to that. Uh, yeah, shocking. We wind about our weather. Although to be fair, it has been bloody cold. Russian kamikaze drones hit Kiev, and as Putin arrives in Belarus, so as Putin uh, December the nineteenth. Uh, Moscow launched a kamikaze drone attack on Monday, hitting key infrastructure in and around Kiev, hours before Russian President Vladimir Putin arrived in Belarus. Fully fears he will pressure his ally into joining a new offensive on Ukraine. Now that's the worry. Now Belarus is at the top of Ukraine, and it's uh, it's quite near Kiev, and the Russian troops came through Belarus, but it looks like now Putin's trying to get the Belarus president to put his troops in as well, which would cause World War Three because that will be two countries invading one country. Hashtag just saying. We're going to get your shorts on. Um, the people say we'll get frostbite if they go outdoors. Yeah, if you...
people are, are travelling, but if they get stuck somewhere, uh, like in a snowdrift uh, in the car, or if they're on a bus and they get stuck, and they haven't got proper equipment, uh, and they go outside, they, they will die. If they, if they stay inside the vehicle, uh, they will die. Um, it's horrendous. I saw people with shorts on. Yeah, I've, I've seen people with shorts on. Um, and I think the only reason why people wear them, it's always lads, isn't it, who wear them shorts, is so that they can show off, you know, what's going on underneath. Because that's just, ugh. But it's that cold, they've had nothing to show off, so you might as well wear long pants. Just saying, hashtag. Um, anyway, we're talking about Kiev. Um, he will pressure his ally to join a new offensive on Ukraine. The Ukraine Air Force uh, said its air defence has shot down 30 drones in the third Russian air attack on the Ukraine capital in six days and the latest in a series of assaults since October. It's like the day after tomorrow movie. Yeah, it's exactly like the day after tomorrow movie. The Hudson River could freeze. House panel expected to make criminal references against Trump. So we've moved on a little bit now. The House uh, Select Committee investigating last year's capital rights is expected to vote on Monday on three criminal referrals to the Justice Department against former President Trump as it wraps up its 18-month inquest into what was going on. So, fingers crossed. 36 people injured on rough flight from Phoenix to Hawaii. This is nothing to do with the, the weather bomb. Uh, dozens of people were injured when a Hawaiian Airlines flight from Phoenix to Honolulu hit severe turbulence on Sunday. Uh, a total of 36 people needed medical attention and 11 were in serious condition after a wobbly flight rocked the cabin. A wobbly flight, that's an understatement, isn't it? According to the Honolulu uh, Emergency Medical Service Director, patients suffered, uh, suffered cuts, bumps and bruises, including head injuries, while some suffered nausea and vomiting due to the bumpy ride. Long johns for me. Uh, I've, I've, I've not gone, I've only had jeans on. Um, I've not had anything underneath the jeans yet, apart from underpants, obviously, but not long johns. I haven't felt it been that gold yet. Massachusetts building facade crumbles after a car crashes into it. This is bizarre. Uh, a Boston, Massachusetts building was evacuated on Sunday morning after a vehicle crashed into a beauty shop on the first floor, ground floor, Americans can't count, um, at about 8.30am. Advising motorists to avoid the area near Birch Street uh, and South Street, Rosendale, because of increased traffic, photos of the crash showed a tan sedan smashed into the corner of the unit and the entire wall fall down. I mean, how well... Um, Best two and I'm in my thirties. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a lot more older than you, and uh, yeah, no, I have had I have had a t-shirt, hoodie, and then my new jacket on the black one that you've seen. The, the, I've had them on, but I'm not I'm not gone mad. Oh, what's that doing? No, go away. Thank you. Um, the top of the car was nearly cutting off, but there were no injuries. Uh, thank God, and it was early morning. But yeah. I mean, there's something wrong with the building. If a car crashes into it and an entire wall falls down. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. A Thai Navy sinks, uh, rescue underway for sailors in the water. A Thai Navy ship sunk in the Gulf of Thailand and ships and helicopters were working Monday to rescue sailors from the water. Uh, as of mid-morning, 75 sailors have been rescued and 31 were still in the water. 
Um, it's the Navy said strong winds blew seawater onto the HTMS Sikorthi Corvette and knocked out its electrical system on Sunday evening. The Royal Thai Navy dispatched three frigates and two helicopters with mobile pumping machines to try and assist the disabled ship by removing the, the seawater, but it couldn't do because it was listing. Oh, here we go. This, uh, so, two pair of socks, trackies, two jumpers, jacket and body warmer, and we're still cold. Sorry to have to ask, but do you have any other country that's more funnily shocking than the USA? I'm asking, but doubt. Um, Australia's interesting, but uh, I can't get as, as much stuff from Australia as I get here. Uh, they are fantastic. <laughs> Denno's been a little bit too uh, interesting there. Suggestion of tights. Uh, New York City's Bling Bishop, Lamore Whitehead, hit with federal charges for fraud. What? What? A, a bishop who goes on the telly and, and tells people to send them money uh, is hit with fraud charges? <laughs> who would have thought? A man of God and all that. He's the guy who said he'd been robbed of a million dollars worth of jewellery whilst doing one of his live broadcasts. I mean, he's asking people... Some of the most vulnerable people in the country who fall for these cons to send him money that they can't afford to send him for Christ and all that whilst wearing an alleged $1 million worth of jewellery which was then robbed in front of him which turned out all to be fake anyway, allegedly. Amber Heard settles defamination battle with Johnny Depp and will pay $1 million. Tights and stockings, stockings, oh yeah, oh yeah, Batty. whoa. Amber Heard has agreed to pay her ex-husband Johnny Depp one million to settle his defamination claim against her. Appearing to put an end to the warring pair's high-profile legal battle, the 36-year-old actress announced the very difficult decision to reach a settlement in a statement on Instagram on Monday. I mean, you know, I watched that thing about Wagon for Christie this week, uh, mainly because I'm that bored, uh, and yeah, it was... Um, it wasn't great, was it? Oh, that was the uh, sad announcement of um, Terry Jones. Uh, Terry Jones? Oh, God. Um, yeah. Let me read that. There we go. I, I mentioned that earlier on. Airline mistakenly ships family Nashville-bound dog to Saudi Arabia. A Tennessee family is demanding answers after an airline mistakenly sent their Nashville-bound dog halfway across the world to Saudi Arabia. The, the family, who were moving from London to Tennessee, discovered the shocking uh, snafu when they arrived at the National International Airport and were given the wrong dog, according to a new report. Um, they said the dog wasn't in Nashville. Our best guess is that it's in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, the poor dog will get reunited with its family, but it's had a, a, nice, uh, a nice trip around the world, hasn't it? Elon Musk to step down as Twitter CEO once he finds someone foolish enough to take the job. I'll do it. I'll do it. Elon Musk announced on Tuesday that he will step down as Twitter's CEO as soon as he finds someone foolish enough to replace him at the social media giant. Musk revealed his intention after he polled Twitter users on Sunday about whether he uh, he should or should not continue to lead the sorry lead the platform, uh, which he bought for forty four billion dollars in October. Um, 
he said he will step down, but not right away. Uh, which is a shame, isn't it? He should step down right away. I mean, he's literally done a list trust uh, with Twitter. Uh, it's unbelievable. So Elon Musk, I'll give you these for free. One, all them stupid star things and, and ticks and gold ticks and silver ticks and whatever, gone. Blue tick. Blue tick means that whoever's got a blue tick is an official uh, organisation or an official person. So really, really Elon Musk or really um, Fox News or really Reuters. Get rid of all the rest. You then, news companies that are good, you give them a little extra thing, which um, is, is TS, no, TMS. A TMS, little sticker thing, which is Trusted Media Source which you give to media sources which are trusted, um, i.e. nothing from Iran, nothing from Russia. Um, and then you offer a subscription. So we, we offer Twitter Plus. Now, if you join Twitter Plus, what that gives you is, if you comment on someone's um, post, your comments and other Twitter Plus users go near the top, and people who are just normal Twitters go near the bottom. You see less advertisements as well, uh, but that is it. That's all you get. Um, and you will make millions because people want their thing at the top. So there you go, Elon Musk. You can have that for free. And I will do that for you um, for $150,000 a year. So considerably cheaper than whoever else you're going to get it to do the job. You're welcome. Uh, come on, Elder. Can we get a vote for you on Twitter? Excuse me, but I didn't say that a few weeks ago. Uh, House committee votes to release Trump's tax returns. It, you can't get any worse for Trump, but it still does. Uh, the Democrat-led House Ways and Means Committee voted on Tuesday to release the Republican uh, President Donald Trump's tax returns. 76-year-old former president's tax returns from 2013 to 2018 were obtained by a committee uh, from the IRS last month. And they are interesting reading. Uh, elder for Twitter, owner for free. I could if someone gives him a mirror. Oh, he, yeah, uh, it couldn't get worse for uh, Donald Trump. He could if someone gave him a mirror. Anything that could dist oh hi Paul eighteen seventy two welcome anything could distract Elon from engineering a Terminator that could kill me before I'm born is a good thing <laughs> brilliant yeah what I do is I'd ban uh, I'd ban Elon Musk from uh, Twitter now this is a weird one that's been mouldering and smouldering for weeks on the um, American scene and it has finally broke through Sam Beatman fried and I, I first mentioned him last week although he's been around for a while. Um, is trading one notorious jail for another back in the US. So basically, he's been um, taken from the Bahamas uh, to from the rodent-infested Fox Hill prison, uh, but he's going to end up in Brooklyn's troubled Metropolitan Detention Centre, which for a multimillionaire con man, allegedly, is not a good thing. Uh, it shows how stupid they are. All oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're on about Trump. He's cooking in hot oil. He's very hot. Right, racism raises Alzheimer's risk for non-white Americans. Like what? 
enriched systematic um, enriched systematic racism is a significant risk factor for Alzheimer's disease and dementia in non-white Americans. The Department of Health and Human Services claimed. Uh, the national plan to address Alzheimer's disease said black, Hispanic and low-income populations are more likely to face health-related risk factors that contribute to Alzheimer's and this is added to by the enriched systematic racism of the white people. I'm like, what? I know that different... Um, different... Um, ugh. I, 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 what word do I use here without offending someone? Um, people who are, are black and Hispanic are more prone to certain illnesses than white people. And no doubt white people are, are more prone to other diseases than black and Hispanic people. Um, and sh but I don't understand. I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong. Racism is horrible and shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a thing. But I don't understand how that can make someone develop Alzheimer's uh, racism. I, 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 I don't understand it, but it's an American study, so no one understands the Americans anyway, do they? Kanye West has not been in the news, has he, this week? Oh, no, there he is. Um, it's not. It's, it's Kanye wannabe. Uh, Bling Bishop Lamar White declares innocence on fraud charges in a bizarre online rant. Controversial Brooklyn Bishop Lamar White proclaimed his innocence to a newly filed federal fraud and ex extortion charges on Tuesday in a bizarre Instagram rant urging supporters, don't drink the Kool-Aid. The bishop is not guilty and I'm going to fight it. Uh, he did a 15-minute uh, Instagram video. It's all the batteries eat while they grow up. <laughs> oh, those batteries are going to last with us forever, aren't they? In Florida, iguanas are likely to fall from the trees as the Arctic chill sweeps over Christmas weekend. Forecasters in Florida are warning of falling iguanas as an Arctic cold front sweeping across the US is likely to bring a hard freeze to parts of the Sunshine State on Christmas weekend. Temperatures in northeast Florida may dip to the low 20s and near 30s. Now that is Fahrenheit, which is completely different to centigrade. Uh, along the coast of National Weather Service in Jacksonville. Basically, it's near enough freezing. The cold-blooded lizards start to get sluggish with temperatures fall below 50 degrees. So you need to wear a crash helmet if you go out when it's cold. Otherwise, you may have a lizard on your head. It's raining iguanas. Hallelujah, it's raining iguanas. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. Um, long, tall, long and green. Watch it fall on my mean machine. It's raining iguanas. <laughs> Sorry, it's iguanas, isn't it? Everyone loves an iguana. They're cute. Um, elder for leader of Wigan Council. I don't know about that. I don't think people would like that. Uh, absolutely, Dano, but don't live in Wigan. But I still vote for him. Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky... Uh, to address U.S. Congress in person on Wednesday. This is when the news broke. We've already covered it, uh, including some of what he said in, earlier. Uh, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is expected to attend a joint session of the U.S. Congress on Wednesday night, uh, the wartime leader's first venture outside of his country since Russia invaded in February. Um, I mean, brilliant. Really, really good. Um, and he did it as well, which is good. But, you know, Biden's always there. 
Joe Biden sign, signs the Tiger King bill banning private ownership of big cats. President Biden signed legislation on Tuesday to ban the private ownership of lions, tigers and other big cats after a successful years-long campaign by Carol Baskin, the main antagonist of Netflix series The Tiger King. Um, he, he's basically, this is the right thing to do. It's just horrendous what is going on with uh, you know animals that should not be in cages being in cages. I just hope that all the animals that are no longer allowed to be kept are not just put down and euthanised, but they actually end up going somewhere else. Um, North Carolina attorney shot dead by a client in a murder-suicide. An attorney at a prominent North Carolina law firm was shot dead by a client in apparent murder-suicide, authorities said. Patrick White, a lawyer at the firm Riddle and Bradley, was killed by the client when a verbal argument between them escalated on Monday. Uh, the police department said the client then turned the gun on himself. Um, yeah, American. Sort your guns out, will ya? Too many people are dying. Hashtag just saying. Hawaii pummeled with near blizzard conditions a week after Mauna Loa stopped erupting. The mainland isn't the only one experiencing a major winter storm. Just a week after Mauna Loa stopped erupting, winter storm warnings were issued for Hawaii's Big Island. The National Weather Service issued an alert for heavy and blowing snow on Monday, with the winter storm in effect until 6am Hawaiian Standard Time on Tuesday. Up to 8 inches of snow may fall, even on the beaches. Uh, yeah, another gun. Uh, another gun. Uh, but yeah, uh, the weather's gone mad. Who knew? Oh yeah, anyone who looks out a window. Uh, scary fish with dentures attacks a diver's leg, leaves him shrieking in pain. Well, you don't want to be shrieking in pain if you're underwater because you'll drown. Uh, nightmares can come true. Being chased by a fish with teeth seems like something out of a cartoon, but it was a reality for one Alabama man who was bitten on the leg by the sea animal during a dive off the coast of Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. Um, he was on a three-week group scuba trip uh, in September when they swam over a nest of triggerfish eggs after veering off course due to a strong current. And the, uh, the fish bit him. And it's made news in December. Because, let's be honest, there's not a lot of news around. Um, although, news around still a thing, isn't it? Yeah, this time of year. The fish are finally fighting back. Yeah, you want one over them, is A priest close to Port Francis accused of inviting two nuns to take part in a Holy Trinity threesome. A, a Jesuit priest who is reportedly close to Port Francis has been accused of inviting two nuns to partake in a Holy Trinity threesome and is now facing allegations of sexual and spiritual abuse dating back decades. A former nun claimed that Marco Ivan Rupnik used his psycho-spiritual control over her some three decades ago in order to make her watch pornographic films. But, I mean, there are some arguments for, uh, you know, uh, but uh, no. What's this? Oh, this is a... Um, I forgot the actual story for this. Oh, the actual story. Where's the story? Oh, don't tell me I dropped the story. I think I might have dropped the story. Uh, oh, there's a, uh, an American university that is now saying 
that um, after a, doing a report which is titled Imprecise Language, the guide advises readers to replace the term American with US citizen, uh, as American often refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the US is the most important country in the Americas. The packet reasons noted that the region actually includes 42 countries between North and South America. Uh, but it gets worse. Much worse. Um, other listed terms include immigrant, which should be replaced by person who has immigrated or non-citizen to avoid referring to people by single characteristics, while walking hours is swapped out for open hours in order to include those, include those with disabilities. The common phrase, beating a dead horse, is also, also cautioned against based on the idea that it normalises violence against animals. In addition, the 13-page list outlines several slurs against black individuals, indigenous groups, wheelchair users, LGBTQ plus individuals and others. Uh, they say that the purpose of this website is to educate people about the possible impact of words we use. Um, yes, the world's gone mad. Yeah, I mean, you're flogging a dead horse. Uh, I mean, the horse isn't even alive. So how, how that could offend a live horse that has no comprehension of any language either, I don't know. But only in America. Angry Putin orders Russia's security forces to step up efforts to weed out traitors. Vladimir Putin on Tuesday angrily gave marching orders to Russian security forces to redouble their efforts to root out traitors and spies working to undermine his regime. Speaking in a five-minute video address to mark the day of security services, a stern-faced Putin is that the... He's got many different Putins, and he? he's got so many stand-ins. So he brought out the stern-faced Putin rather than the enjoying a day out with the family Putin. Um, blah, 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 blah. Told operatives they need to significantly improve their work in one of his clearest public admissions yet that the invasion of Ukraine, now its 10th month, is not necessarily going according to plan. It's a shame, isn't it? You've got to feel for Putin. As long as you use a machine gun. An aggressive shark likely killed a woman in Hawaii. Now, what's an aggressive shark when it's at home? Check in. Um, a missing Washington State woman was likely eaten by an aggressive shark while snorkelling in Hawaii. I mean, the shark was probably naffed off because it was snowing. I don't know. Um, but this is where it gets a bit, hmm, let's think. So it's likely eaten by an aggressive shark while snorkelling in Hawaii. Uh, her husband spotted the possible culprit nearby with something red around its gills. The 60-year-old woman, whose name was not released, was last seen on December the 8th when she and her husband were snorkelling in Maui County, according to Hawaii's Department of Land and Natural Resources on Friday, though her body has not been recovered. Now, we've got likely eaten by an aggressive shark and she was only there with her husband snorkeling and the body's not been found I think we should hold back on the accusing the shark of anything certainly being aggressive anyway Elon Musk says only paying Twitter subscribers can vote in future polls 
I'm so used to listening to Scousers when I go on for Scottish food, it's weird listening to Scottish people talk. Um, Elon Musk said he'll only allow paying Twitter Blue subscribers to vote in future polls about how his 44 billion social media giant is run, as he speculated that Deep State bottoming might have been behind the result, uh, calling him to step down. Uh, <laughs> the guy is unhinged. Um, I'm glad he's American. Right, now remember a few weeks ago, um, and this should be coming out now actually, I'm not seeing one yet because I'm not working in my shop I suppose, um, but the new 50Ps with the Prince Charles on, uh, King Charles, King Charles on, God. Well they've actually shown us a picture now of the £5 note with King Charles on, and that's the only change to the, the note itself, is the fact that it's got the King on, uh, who's replacing his mother who obviously passed away earlier on this year. Chachem. Um, King Charles III made his official de debut on UK's money, with the Bank of England unveiling its first banknotes featuring the new monarch. The revamped currency bearing the King's likeness will enter circulation from mid-2024 to gradually replace those featuring his mother, Queen Elizabeth II. Charles became King in September following Queen Elizabeth's death at the age of 96 after 70 years on the throne. The new five... 10, 20 and 50 pound polymer banknotes will feature a portrait of Charles but no other changes will be made to the notes how many of these have I got? mysterious darting lights in Wisconsin raise speculation of US UFO sightings more UFO stuff who knew? Uh, several onlookers reported witnessing bright, unexplained lights dart across skies in rural Wisconsin, leaving some to question whether the illuminations were under unidentified flying objects. Footage obtained by the Daily Mail shows a white glow travelling quickly across the night sky over farmland near West Bend and Fredona in the Badger State. <laughs> yeah, why am I laughing? Why am I laughing? Why am I laughing? I'm laughing because... <clears throat> Wisconsin UFO sightings may have been local Christmas light show. Strange brilliant lights seen in Wisconsin sky earlier this month that were speculated to be some identified flying objects may have been nothing more than spotlights from a home famous for its annual Christmas light show. The simple explanation into the mysterious lights over farmland near West Bend and Freona in the Badger State was shared on Tuesday night by renowned UFO uh, investigator Mick West. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's spotlights from a house, and you think it's UFOs. Oh, mad. Trump shrugs off the general January the 6th panel's criminal referral. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Referring to obviously Kanye West. That, 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 that don't kill me can only make me stronger. Uh, which is a great song. I mean, the guy's a complete loon, but that, that song is one of my favourite songs of all time, even though it's by Complete Loon. Um, former President Donald Trump brushed off the House of Six, uh, the <laughs> brushed off House January the Sixth Committee's referral to the Department of Justice that he faced criminal charges for his actions leading up to the 2021 Capitol riot. These folks don't get that what they come up. These folks don't get it that when they come after me, people who love freedom rally around me. It strengthens me. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Trump wrote in a statement posted on his Truth social accounts. Lovely. Donald Trump, my hero. Oh, 
Okay, not my hero. But he might be. But he's not. Well, well, thank you. Oklahoma man allegedly robbed Starbucks store after refuses to issue wife with a $1.25 refund. An Oklahoma man was arrested after he allegedly robbed a Starbucks coffee shop when the store refused to refund his wife $1.25 according to reports. Uh, it was reported that Richard Eagle, 61, went to Starbucks in, in Edmond with his wife on Sunday evening. Police said his wife asked for a staff member for a refund on a drink she purchased recently for one twenty-five, but she was denied. So he jumped over the counter and nicked all the money out of the till. Anyway, he's been arrested for it, and rightly so. At least he didn't shoot anyone. That's good, isn't it? There's a lot of Southport chippies. Um, salary expectations for American workers hit new high. It's not just in the UK that people are asking for silly amounts of wage rises. American job hunters are expecting more money and don't want to take on a new position for less than $73,000 a year. A new record eye. The lowest average wage workers are willing to accept for a new job jumped $794 from July to November to $73,667 annually, according to New York Federal Reserve Bank. Um, it's to combat inflation and also labour shortages as well. I'm allergic to chocolate, so I wouldn't have any of those things that you're talking about. Disgusting. They're talking about deep-fried chocolate bars. I have no idea why. I'm doing a very serious show here, and they're talking about deep-fried chocolate bars. A White House probe how U.S. tech showed up in Iranian-made drones. Uh, the Biden administration has established a task force as part of an all-hands-on-deck investigation onto how U.S.-manufactured technology is winding up on the Iranian-made drones that Russia is using to attack targets in Ukraine. So basically, America is attacking America. It's horrible. Um, yeah, despite tight restrictions on exports, United Nations sanctions, Tehran has been able to get its hands on high-end commercially, commercially available materials, which helps with the navigation of said drones. Well done, America. A bit like the Gulf War when they killed more people than the Afghans did. Uh, more British people, that is. Um, next up. Deep fried fries cream. Oh, God, no. He speaks better English than our president. Twitter users react to Zelensky's speech to Congress. And I must admit, and I did say earlier on, bearing in mind he was not talking in his first language, uh, he did remarkably well. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's speech to a joint uh, meeting of Congress received rave reviews on social media. Wonder what that was then. Uh, received uh, rave reviews on social media with several users remarking the wartime leader's masterful command of the English language. I'll give him this. He speaks better English than our president and our vice president and our speaker of the house, <laughs> said one person. <laughs> uh, these streams are great. Thanks for taking your time to prepare it. So I try to watch every week. That's a mouthful to say. It is. Um, where are we up to? Where are we up to? Lights, smiles, there we go. Now, Republican uh, Thomas Massey skips speech of Ukrainian lobbyist Zelensky. 
Uh, Republican Thomas Macy took a shot at Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, thankfully not a gun, it was only on social media, before skipping his speech on Capitol Hill, joining other Republicans in an apparent boycott of the wartime leader's address. I'm in DC, but will not be attending the speech of the Ukrainian lobbyist, Massey wrote on Twitter, minutes before the Ukrainian leader thanked lawmakers for providing um, thingamabobs. <coughs> Weapons, but yeah, there are some. There are some oh, uh, Republicans that they, they, they. I don't understand how they get in power. They're all mad. Uh, doubts emerge about key witness testimony to January the sixth committee. Like, oh my God, no! In the final report from the House Select Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot, it's expected to release on Thursday and will include some testimony that the panel found questionable. According to an executive summary of the report, the committee claims former President Donald Trump's deputy chief of staff, Tony, Ont uh, Tony Ontario, made an unreliable statement when he uh, disputed previous testimony that uh, the 76-year-old uh, incited the riots. So that's good. Uh, I mean, being a better English than a young is nothing to shout about, even as a non-native speaker, but we'll give it to him. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. Zelensky hadn't been uh, in power for long, to be fair. He was a comedy actor, uh, and he kind of got in power, and then he'd not been in long, and then Putin invaded. He should have, Putin should have invaded 12 months earlier. It had been over by now. Uh, not in the right way, but, you know. A National Guard commander concerned for migrants vows to secure El Paso border as Title 42 ends looms huh? el paso texas a major general win burkett surveyed the con oh the razor wire and military vehicles neatly arranged on the u.s side of the southern border where he's commanding 500 texas national guard troops to defend the texas texas frontier the problem they've got in there is that the fact a bit like we have with the channel there are a lot of people trying to get into america um, for a better life and all that kind of thing um, and they're, they're fleeing um, Mexico and uh, other South American countries as well to do it um, and again like we've the Americans aren't coping with it like we're not coping with it ABC reporter it's a news channel in America uh, paid thousands by lobbying firm to make pieces on on, polit on, on politicians an ABC producer used her credentials to churn out fake hit pieces on local politicians in Florida while raking in thousands from a political lobbying firm. A report said freelance producer, uh, who was former mistress of the journalist Chris Hansen, was paid at least $14,000 by an Alabama-based political consulting firm uh, to sandbag the environmentally friendly politicians. So basically, she was paid to make... The good guys look bad. America, eh? Fighting in Ukraine's east continues as Belarus militarization strokes, stokes fears. Uh, fierce fighting continued on Wednesday in the eastern Donbass region of Ukraine, while continued militarization in Belarus stoked fears in the Russian ally could still open up a second front on the nearly 10-month-old war. The developments came as Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky visited President Biden in Washington. Um, so yeah, the the fight. I mean, we're not reporting it as much now, but the fighting's still going on. 
uh, in Ukraine and we still need to support them. Russian ex-deputy PM wounded in Ukraine shelling of Donbass Hotel. A former Russian deputy prime minister and a Kremlin-backed official were wounded when Ukraine forces shelled a hotel and restaurant on Wednesday in the occupied city of Donetsk. Dmitry Rogozin, the former Russian deputy prime minister who is currently leading a volunteer force that provides support to pro-Gremlin forces in Ukraine, was having a business lunch with some associates when the restaurant was attacked, which is a legitimate target if they know that there's someone there uh, from the Kremlin, unlike the targets that Vladimir Putin's hitting, which are illegitimate, i.e. infrastructure of uh, civilians um, and, yeah. Marines may ban use of word sir and ma'am to avoid offending superiors. No more, yes sir, the US Marines may ban recruits from respectfully addressing senior members as sir or ma'am to avoid misgendering and offending them. The new walk recommendation was made in a new report commissioned by the Corp, uh, the Corps from the University of Pittsburgh. The exhaustive 738-page th uh, study uh, shows that the Marines first, com uh, which, the, which the Marines first commissioned in 2020, said that the traditional ways of addressing superiors were out of touch and offensive. <laughs> what are they going to say? Yes, sergeant, or whatever. Or they're not allowed to say yes or no anymore. I don't know. Uh, Putin warns Russians Satan 2 nuclear missile will soon be ready for combat. Russian Vladimir Putin uh, has revealed that his unstoppable nuclear missile, dubbed the Satan 2, will soon be ready for combat as the country gears up to expand its military and revamp its nuclear forces. In a speech at the Defence Military Board in Moscow, Putin vowed to give his armed forces anything they asked for to support the invasion of Ukraine uh, and upset, uh, emphasised there were no financial restrictions. However, many people in his country are starving and freezing to death. Well, let's not worry about that. Uh, what is Satan 2, Russian's new nuclear missile? Uh, class as a super weapon. Um, Russian Vladimir Putin has a new saber to rattle, a nuclear-capable intercontinental ballistic missile designed to update the Kremlin's nuclear quiver and reportedly almost ready for deployment. It's designed to carry up to 50 nuclear warheads at one gulf, which is far more than uh, the current ones, and is travels that fast that it reckons that there'll be no uh, weapons that can stop it once it's been launched. So we watch with tests. US, uh, US says North Korea arming Russia's Wagner Group fighters in Ukraine. The US government on Thursday accused North Korea of selling rockets and missiles to the Wagner Group, the bloodthirsty paramilitary unit accused of committing war crimes in Ukraine. Um, alleged the Americans alleged the transaction with the uh, Pyongyang took place last month as Russia turned increasingly to fellow rogue states such as Iran for arms. So yeah, North Korea and Iran getting dragged into this war and it's not going to end well for anyone, I don't think. Um, Sam Beekman uh, is to be released on a record $250 million bond and placed under house arrest, so he's going to avoid the prison that we are talking about before. Uh, the FTX founder Sam Beekman-Fried is set to be released <coughs> on a quarter of a billion 
dollar bonds and placed under house arrest at his parents' California home following his first court appearance in the Manhattan Federal Court on Thursday. Um, I don't understand what is going on and why it's so important, but it is news in America, so we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, bird in snow, semi-truck drivers spend days trapped at South Dakota fuel stop. Uh, fleet of uh, feet of drifting snow and winds gust up to 60 miles an hour stranded truck drivers last week for several days at a South Dakota fuel stop until their rigs could be unburied from mounds of snow. Huge snow drifts, drifts made it impossible for drivers to see, forcing dozens of truck drivers and staff to shelter at the coffee, sh uh, coffee cup fuel stop for several days until the, the trucks could be uncovered. Now, I've told the story a few times um, on here, but... If you look at them trucks there, and you see that the snow is kind of going all the way up the, the bonnet of the trucks, and then kind of goes up on the roofs, and then kind of fills in the gap in the middle. Uh, years and years and years ago in Glossop, I parked my car um, in a gap between two trucks, and it snowed, and when I got back, my car was completely buried, and I had to dig it out with my hands, which I did do. Um, and it had that much snow on the top of it, and it, there was, it, you, you just couldn't see the car. It was just like, you wouldn't know there was a car there. But I knew there was a car there because I'd parked it there about 10 hours earlier. Um, and that's what that reminded me of, that picture. And I was like, oh, I remember that. Horrible. Horrible. Uh, but fun as well. I'll tell you what, it took me three days for my hands to thaw out. Um, but that's Glossop for you. Weather's always bad in Glossop. Uh, sleeping Girl... 12 killed in a drive-by shooting in Alabama. A 12-year-old Alabama girl was killed in her sleep when a barrage of bullets was fired into her family's home in an apparent drive-by shooting. Police said Audrey and Pearson, who would have turned 13 next month, was struck by gunfire shortly before 2 a.m. at her family's home in Birmingham, America, Alabama. Uh, she was pronounced dead at the scene by firefighters. I mean, America... Sort your gun laws out. A girl died in her own bed from gunshot wounds. America, wake the cup. Zelensky meets with Poland's president to talk strategic plans on the way home from the US. Uh, Ukrainian president uh, Vladimir Zelensky stopped off in Poland on his way back to Kiev from the US on Thursday, extending the wartime leader's first foreign trip since Russia's invasion began in February. Zelensky ran, landed in uh, uh, Poland on Thursday, some 50 miles away from Poland's border with Ukraine, to meet the Polish president. Um, Zelensky's, office, Zelensky's office said in a statement, on the way home, I had a meeting with a friend of mine, and we discussed future plans after the war. So, uh, fingers crossed that uh, Poland and Ukraine can form some ties. Bear in mind that Poland is part of the UN. What's that? Oh, Japan's uh, core consumer inflation hits a fresh 40-year high. How many times have I said that inflation and everything is not a UK-only problem, although everyone seems to think it is? Uh, Americans, we've, we've already discussed today, have been, uh, been mourning about it. And now Japan, a 40-year high inflation. I'm not saying the inflation is as high as our inflation, but it's inflation all over the world. 
the whole world is suffering from inflation and it, it can tie it all back to covid it can tie it all back to ukraine as well uh, the deadly bomb cyclone is set to reach its peak intensity on friday as it grounds more than 5,000 flights the once in a generation deadly bomb cyclone moving across the u.s is expected to hit its peak uh, intensity on friday bringing one of the coldest ever christmases as well as travel chaos with more than 5,000 flights grounded uh, they've called it winter storm elliot and it's triggered a state of emergency from new york um, at 6 a.m uh, pretty much all over the entire country uh, certainly the east side of the country anyway uh, the worrying thing is that we get our weather from the uh, west so it's at the east it could come across so we could get some of this uh, in a week or two because we always seem to get the weather a, a couple of weeks uh, after the uh, the americans do so we'll wait and see won't be as bad as that i think we've had our i think we've already had our bit where it come down from because that's basically what we had wasn't it the, the weather comes straight down from um uh, antarctica uh is it antarctica or is it the arctic arctic come down from the arctic and uh then it went back up again but now it's come down in america so i think we should be all right as long as the um jet stream keeps us safe we'll be fine but even if even if we do get that weather, it'll have to travel over the Atlantic Sea to get to us, and that will warm it up, so it won't be as cold anyway. But yeah, something to bear in mind. Uh, Sam Bankman Bank Fried arrives at the parents' home after release of a two hundred fifty dollar, two hundred fifty million dollar bond. And weather bounces off the Pennines. Yeah, I used to live on the Pennines, and so we used to get weather there all the time, um, because that's where the the land is pretty flat from from Southport. You draw a line to the Pennines; uh, it's flat, and the weather only rain and snow and all that only fall when it gets colder. So if the clouds are just coming over and there's nothing to make them go higher. It doesn't happen. As soon as they hit the the higher land, that's when you start getting the snow and everything. And that's why in Wigan, we don't get weather. I lived. I was brought up on the Pennines. I know what weather is. Wigan does not get weather. Okay, it's rained a bit today we've had a bit of snow but it's not weather weather is going to school in snow that deep and that's normal and you go every year without fail and the school doesn't shut down um, if the boiler breaks you keep your coat on um, when it's hot my god it's hot up there as well so it's always sunny in Burnley um, where does all that bomb money go um, it doesn't go anywhere it, there isn't actually any money uh, basically it's like paying bail what it is is if you don't appear in court or if you abscond if you leg it and go on the run or if you flee the country or whatever then that money has to be paid um, but there's no actual money change hands um, unless something goes wrong Scotland was like that in winter yeah exactly Scotland's got all the, the highlands and everything as well and if you lived in the uh, Pennines that'd be the same um, not the Pennines, the Lake District um, because of the hills but when there's no hills there's very little weather um, which is great, I must admit I prefer it you know, at the moment because I'm getting older I prefer it when it's not as extreme the weather uh, LED traffic signs in Indiana tell uh, Indiana? India tell drivers to smoke weed every day 
This highway message had a blunt message for drivers. An LED sign flashing along a roadway in India seemed to encourage motorists to puff recreational drugs with a message of smoke weed every day, according to reports. The message was seen flashing in Mumbai instead of typical traffic instructions near construction area, according to United Press International. Four seasons in one day, yeah, definitely. I, I know four seasons in one day. That's why I don't wrap up warm as much as I probably should do, because, you know, it's, it's like, okay, it's wet or whatever, but it's not extreme. Police called after Cousin Eddie holiday display spooks neighbour. Well, I keep driving, get stopped. <laughs> Police in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, were called to a scene of a man allegedly, explos allegedly exposing himself outside a home only to find it was simply an elaborate tribute to our beloved Christmas movie. When police arrived at the scene on Wednesday, they were relieved to learn that no crime was occurring, and uh, that day the small city about 20 miles um, south of Louisville was just a mannequin belonging to National Lampoon Vacation um, fan, who basically stuck this mannequin up and someone said it was someone exposing themselves. Now, I'm, I'm sorry, but... If, if they think that's exposing themselves, they've obviously never seen a man naked. Because, trust me, not that I've seen many men naked, I'm thinking about it. But well, the ones I have seen, I know. It's not orange for a start. Uh, Iran threatens Zelensky after he accused Tehran of giving weapons to Russia. Iran are already destroying Ukraine. Uh, the Iranian regime issued a threatening statement after the day after Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky accused Tehran of supplying Russia with hundreds of deadly drones to use on the battlefield in Ukraine. Zelensky made the claim during his speech to a joint meeting of Congress on Wednesday. It's common knowledge that the, they are Iranian-made drones. Uh, an Iranian official denied the allegations on Thursday and warned that the regime's patience for such allegations is running out. Ooh... Get your handbags out, eh? Um, common knowledge. Get us upset by that. Again, I'm all for, you know, giving people the rights and all that kind of thing. Spain passes a law to allow people over the age of 16 to change legal gender without medical approval. Lawmakers in Spain passed a law on Thursday to, that allowed people ages, aged 16 and over to change their legally registered gender without any medical or parental, parental supervision. The legislation passed in Spain's lower house of parliament, 188 to 150, replacing a previous law that required people to consult with a doctor before making uh, the change on their government documents. Again, you don't, you don't make it easier for people to abuse the system and that's all you're doing like I was saying in Scotland two teens shot in separate New York City incidents in broad daylight two teenagers were shot in broad daylight bursts of gun violence in Harlem and Brooklyn on Thursday a 14 year old boy was shot in the right leg at noon while standing in front of the Transfiguration Church on 126th Street um, and two fl suspects fled in an unknown direction after the shooting. Um, another boy was shot in... Um, where is it? La, 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 la. Oh, shot in New York uh, and was injured, but not life-threatening. So, yeah, uh, America. 
control your in guns, right? Meanwhile, breaking news tonight, Andy Burnham, everyone's favourite politician, not. Sorry, there was a fly in my hand then. Not related whatsoever. Um, has confirmed that Wigan and Bolton and parts of Bury and Salford will next year become the first areas in England to see bus services return to public control. This will take place nine months from now on the 24th of September 2023. Uh, so basically, instead of having Stagecoach and all the other Vision buses and all the other buses that you've got, uh, it will be run by these new buses, um, which are called Busy Bee, no, B buses or B line or something. We've already had all them um, companies in the past, but they all went bust. Um, and the idea is that it's going to link together all public transport in Greater Manchester. At the moment, we've got the uh, £2 maximum ticket, which Andy Burnham keeps going on about, like it's great, but it's like it's it's very common now all over the country, and it, it was, we weren't the first uh, district to have it. Other districts had it before us, but he made a big thing about it. Um, the £5 maximum uh, charge for a day pass um, on the buses, which I used quite a few times for my uh, bus, bus uh, uh, visitations that I did. Uh, but he also wants to tie in as well the tram network and the rail network as well within Greater Manchester. So it'll all be under one badge. So if you get a day ticket, you'll be able to travel on a bus, a tram or a train within Greater Manchester. And the idea is to make public transport more accessible. I mean, I agree with all this. Uh, make it more accessible. Um, and as I've always said, if a bus is empty, it costs the same amount to run than a bus that's full. Same with trains, same with trams. You've got to pay the same fuel costs, be it electricity, diesel, uh, whatever. You've got to pay the same wages um, to the uh, conductor or the driver or the guards or whatever. And you've also got to pay maintenance as well for the vehicles because obviously they're public vehicles, so they've got to be maintained rigorously. So it costs the same amount, whether they're empty or full, to run them. And what he's saying is, if we make it cheaper for everyone to use all these public transports, they will be used all the time rather than just at rush hour. Um, and we'll actually take cars off the road, which will help in the long run. Now, I wouldn't get, if I was going shopping in Manchester and only shopping in Manchester, I would drive there and park up. I would not get public transport there because the trains are too expensive and unreliable. And the buses just take too long. When I do my day trip things, that's fine because I'm actually doing a day out and I'm going all over the place. But two, two and a half hours, three hours to get to uh, Manchester is is way too long. Um, so I'd sooner go by car. However, if we've got this train, tram and bus ticket thing, so you could buy something for a tenner maybe, because it's, it's going to be a few years before it happens. So say a tenner for a day ticket and you can go anywhere in Greater Manchester, then I would go on the train to Manchester, and then I'd get a tram maybe to Media City, or I'd get a bus to Oldham or wherever. Um, trains, trams, or trolleybuses. Uh, no rails, just get the pole. <laughs> Has uh, Andy Burnham been to the pedestrian crossings at Saddle Junction? I don't think Andy Burnham knows what a Saddle Junction is. And if he did, I think he'd be embarrassed to think that his name's attached to it. Um, again, if you if you not live, don't live in Wigan or don't know where Saddle Junction is, it's the end of Ormskirt Road. If you come from St. Helens or Skem, 
whatever it's where Asda is, you drive through that on the bus, um, and it's a nightmare. Uh, and they've made it even worse now. Um, but yeah, I, I think, and I've always said this, that cycle lanes are a complete waste of time. There are not enough people who ride bikes. So instead of making cycle lanes, you make bus lanes. So cyclists can still use them. Buses can use them, so they're not on the main carriageway. So that frees up some of the main carriageway. And taxis can use them as well, so that frees up even more. So you've got cycles, buses and taxis able to use a bus lane rather than just cycles who don't use the cycle lane anyway. I've never understood why we build cycle lanes, particularly ones like they're being built at the minute. Um, it, it just seems ridiculous. Those stretches, pardon me, if there were buses, for buses, taxis and bikes would make much more sense, in my opinion. But what do I know? Anyway. Um, yeah, we'll see how it all pans out over the next uh, few months. Although, again, not holding my breath. Um, so, yeah, that is it. You'll be pleased to hear. Uh, put my favourite picture up of the day. Oh, no, hang on. Sorry. I, I, get, these two, I get these two pictures confused. I do apologise. Uh, there you go. Um, put up my favourite pictures and... Uh, a big shout out to everyone who's been involved. It's been very talkative, although our chat rate is zero at the moment, which is a bit weird. Um, so we'll start at the top and work our way down. Um, so Smiley Mac, uh, 2001, Deno McVitty, uh, Noob Slayer, 666, War Ready. Uh, shout out to Stay Green, Stay in the Woods, Stay Safe, JT and uh, Ratch oh, as well. Uh, what's that? CV. No. Um, any Alex Cullen, Angela O'Kane, Kim Brad. Quite a lot of you this week, which is good. The more the merrier. Any more? Any more? Any more? Any more? I think we've got everyone. Unless someone's popped in at the bottom. Which may have done. Oh uh, well, yeah, Paul 1872. Um, thank you to you as well for your inputs. Uh, the buses and everything are going to be yellow. Yes. They are going to be yellow. Um, so yeah, that is it for what a week this week is. Um, I am going to do a what a year that was. Uh, that will probably be on Saturday next week. Um, but I'm going to do what a week that was on Friday as normal. A cute little monkey has died and the mother won't let vet in to collect the poor wee thing. Well, that's a cheery note to end on, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much for watching. If you celebrate Christmas, have a great Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, have a nice couple of days off. Um, I will be back on Christmas Day doing a live stream, uh, but that will be during the day, all being well, as I go to my mother's for Christmas dinner. Uh, I'm making it here and then taking it there, uh, microwaving it, and then I'll be coming back. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun as well. Um, and then 
I'll be doing what a week that was next week. I'll probably be doing another drive on Wednesday because of double bank holiday. So I'll be doing a drive on Wednesday rather than Tuesday, and that'll be truck count as well. Um, and then I'll be back on Friday doing another what a week that was, and then Saturday doing a what a year that was. Um, and then the week after, uh, it's all change because uh, it'll be what a week that was 2022. And we'll, uh, we'll have a new look, we'll have new new fonts, new graphics, a new everything. And I've got a diary as well, so instead of my little little thing. I don't know about times for a Christmas day, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'll be probably early afternoon, because um, I've got to cook the turkey and everything and then get it on a plate, um, and then I've got to sort myself out and everything. So yeah, it will be earlier. Um, so yeah, that is it for today so thank you very much oh chat rate's gone up to four thank you uh so yeah thank you one and all if you've done any input at all including uh, obviously tea uh, if you're watching um a great christmas to you as well and i will see you um well whenever i you come back on when i'm on i might even do some uh, christmas live um gaming as well i might do some of that on uh, i know a lot of people don't like the gaming uh, but I can chat with you. So I'll be doing that on uh, maybe Christmas Eve. I don't know what's going on, to be fair. Anyway, take care. Look after yourselves. And I will see you all again uh, next time. Um, for what a week that was. Next week and other times in between as well. It's getting very confusing now. Take care. Look after yourselves. I'll see you again next time. Till then. Bye. Right then. Um... <laughs> I say I get my stride later on. It's always a bit edgy to begin with, and then it just kind of all kind of falls into place for me. Um, so yeah, another what week that was, and like I said, I'll be doing another one next week, and I'll also be doing what year that was. I'll look back on twenty twenty three because it's been an eventful year personally and um, locally and internationally. So that will be an interesting um, thing to do. So yeah, we will. Um, we will see you all then. So just let me sort this out first. There we go. And we'll put that on there. So yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. And also to share um, these podcasts to people. Um, whether you agree disagree. The whole point is you get thinking and talking about stuff. That's the only reason I do them. I don't necessarily think I am the uh, the saviour of the world I'm going to solve all the world's problems I'll just put different ideas up there so yeah, stay safe uh, if you do celebrate Christmas have a great Christmas if you don't celebrate Christmas, enjoy your days off if you've got any, enjoy the break enjoy your holidays uh, and I will see you uh, in a week's time until then, goodbye